the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Oh, no, brown cow. Oh, no, brown cow. (laughs) 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 Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of Disney Channel Original Newbies. I'm Joanna. And I'm your co-host, Sam, along for the ride. Hey, Sam. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. So how about that snow this week? <laughs> that, was, that was some snow. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan except for when I'm shoveling snow. Okay. Well, so basically... If you don't have to go outside or. Um, if I can go play in the snow, but not shovel snow. That's okay. But when's the last time you played in the snow? Probably last year. Really? Yeah. What'd you do? Like sledding know. and stuff? I don't know. I probably just ran around and like threw a snowball at someone or something. I don't know. <laughs> we were here. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I might have done it on a run. Oh, okay. At strangers? Yes. <laughs> At strange children on the side of the road? Yeah, duh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it does sound pretty cool now. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing snowballs at strangers. Speaking of weird things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great transition. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say it on a more serious topic. <laughs> Before we jump into uh, the color of friendship, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, our friends at a, another podcast called Who You Callin' Trashy. I've been listening to it. And they do recaps of episode by episode recaps of reality TV shows. And they did Love is Blind. I miss that show so much. I do too. So now that I've listened to it, I feel like I need to rewatch it and judge Samantha again. What's her name, Samantha? Uh, the main one? I feel like it wasn't Samantha, because I would remember that. Oh, man. What was her name? Jessica? I think Jessica sounds Jessica. more right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, miss I'm... her. Obviously, we miss the Kenny Sales. And oh, the Saleses. The Saleses are the best. The Saleses. Oh, and poor Mark. Yeah. He kind of, I mean, he kind of knew what was going on, I feel. I mean, I kind of hope he did. He but had maybe no he social didn't. awareness, if that's the case. I mean, we also don't know what happened besides that they cut out. yeah no yeah. that's true that's yeah true. Mm-hmm. did they ever they did sleep together right yeah they did oh, okay yeah but you know two of the couples still together yes pretty yes. impressive very cool mm-hmm. and looks like kenny sales is pretty happy now i think he's With engaged or something or whatever the situation is so good for him yeah for the people who are like i don't remember anyone named kenny sales uh, Kenny oh. <laughs> was a salesman, so we call him Kenny Sales. I think the first time it showed up on screen, it's a Kenny, and in the bottom, it was just his job, it said sales. sales. I was like, Kenny Sales? <laughs> oh, he's great. I yeah. miss Kenny. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. The color of friendship. Yes. The, from the year 2000, our second Y2K movie. And easily the most serious of the movies we've watched so far by far and what like, a significant change in uh disney channel original movie tone yeah and out of nowhere too like you wouldn't because we've already been through four 13 movies I think this is the 14th movie every other movie while some serious topics obviously are discussed in those movies they're mainly like fun you know easygoing comedy somewhat movies this one nope. is not that not even a little bit. There are some funny scenes, but there was a not pretty in the same good way. montage. Oh, fantastic! One, one of the best montages of any of these movies we've seen so far. I wouldn't say the best montage, but oh, I loved it. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Absolutely. So, in a general sense, this movie is about apartheid in South Africa, and there's a child from South Africa who comes to the United States. It takes us in 1977. Yes. Mm -hmm. A child from South Africa comes to the United States and stays with a family there for two, three weeks. I think it was four months. I'm sorry. Yeah. For for a semester in school, basically. Yes. And it's about their dynamic 
and also what's happening right now or at the time right now in South Africa in terms of the apartheid. Right. And the twist on this movie is the South African child is white and the American child is black. So Piper, who is the American child, uh, she is begging her parents to host a an exchange student. And all she knows is that the student will come somewhere from Africa, somewhere on the continent. They're not sure which country. Right. We don't even know South Africa, just anywhere. Yeah, Africa. just anywhere right. on the African content, continent. She's super excited. She wants to, you know, learn more about Africa, learn more about her roots, the culture learn there. more about the yep. culture, and very pumped. Very pumped for this exchange student. So excited. And her father is a congressman at the Capitol in the United States, obviously. She's like playing like African music from like Senegal when he gets home just to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize the music was on. <laughs> is that is that a little loud? Can we have Oh, a... let me turn it down. Oh, wait, that's up. Sorry. <laughs> Eventually, she gets her father to go along with it. I think her mother was along with it. The whole time. She was okay with it. Yeah, she was. She just needed to convince the father. Yeah, her mom uh, Her mom was definitely the cool one. Right. And then simultaneously in South Africa, there's a white girl who is trying to convince her father, who's a police officer in South Africa, which comes up later, to allow her to go to America to stay with the family for a semester. I'm not really sure. It's to experience, you know, life in the United States, I guess, is her plan. Yeah, she, uh, you know, she's heard a lot, a lot about the United States. She wants to see what it's like. Interesting that she uses the same tactic of trying to convince her mother to convince her father. Right. Both mm -hmm. mothers are on board for this. Yeah. And the fathers are like, I don't know. But he came along pretty quickly. The uh, South African father. Yeah. They just give him some uh, some puppy dog eyes. And he was like, oh, of course. <laughs> oh, of course you can go. The South you're African girl's really name. fast is Mari. And you said Piper is the American girl. So it's Piper right. and Mari are the two the two main characters. Right. So the protagonists, if you will. I will. Okay. We get to the scene where Mari flies to DC and <laughs> and the and Piper's family, what's I don't know their last name, Piper. Do you Oh, Delums. We knew that. Yeah, Delums. Right, because she thought yeah, it was like French Delums or whatever. It's like, right. no, it's Delums. Yeah. The uh, Flora, <laughs> who is the- Oh, we forgot to mention her. Yeah, right. she's the maid in South Africa. She's like, Delums. And then Mari's like, uh, no. And Flora's like, mm, I think I'm right. She definitely knew. Yeah, family. she 100% knew. She had a- a newspaper clipping. She was following them along. Right. Oh, and also yeah. we should explain that neither Piper nor Mari know what each other look like before they come. Yeah. Pictures were not required in the application. So when Mari gets to the airport, Piper's family's there and they have no idea who they're looking for. And they're like, where the hell is Mari? And then you Interesting that they chose not to make a sign. For this person that they don't know and don't know what she looks like. Totally agree. They could have kidnapped mm -hmm. a random child. Who knows? They almost did. Yeah. Thank God. They didn't. I feel like it uh, would have been a little bit smoother sailing if they had kidnapped someone, but. Eh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? And then they say, oh, we're looking for Mari. And Mari's like, oh, I'm Mari. And they're like. Oh, what? It's a white She's girl. white. Uh-oh. Did not see this coming. So within the first like minute of them knowing each other, Piper's clearly upset that she's white, and Mari thinks that they they're should the... be handling her bags. Yeah, I mean she she thinks they're the help. She doesn't basically. know that they're the family. No, until they get to the capital, which is hysterical. And, oh, this was the most tense and awkward scene of any movie ever created. When they walk into the Capitol for Mari to meet Congressman Dellums, oh Piper's God. dad. Yeah. They walk into the room where it's like 50 people at the Capitol who are all black. 
and, and this is this one white girl walks in yeah and they're all like who's this white girl and then and then she says basically is this a joke when they introduce her to the the congressman so, oh, and everyone stares her down it was so awkward. i can't even fathom that situation that was so awkward if they were all superheroes in Up, Up, and Away, they would have been shooting laser beams yes. out their eyes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, queen. <laughs> There's a lot of talk about apartheid in the next few scenes, I think. One of the African kids at the school tells Piper about what's going on there. Then we find out that her father, the, the congressman's in, like, in charge of like handling apartheid. That sounds wrong. Not handling apartheid, but addressing, addressing apartheid in South Africa. <laughs> I'll handle it, Sam. And just I'll to be clear, it. he is anti-apartheid. Yes, he is fighting against apartheid. Yes. Um. So during that conversation that Piper is having with her friend uh, Daniel, who is Nigerian, they're explaining apartheid to a group of friends who are with them. And I thought they did a really good job. Of explaining it quickly and concisely because it's a movie and they need to move on. Definitely. And for children. And and for children. It was a really simple ex explanation. I think they it was something like it's apartheid and they're trying to keep the blacks and whites apart. So it's like apartheid. Right. I was like, oh, that's that's the perfect Pretty good. way to explain this to someone who probably has never heard that before. Yeah, probably like yeah. most of the people watching this movie. Yeah. When it first came out, at least. Mm -hmm. And, oh, another... This is a funny scene. So when Mari arrives to the house, Piper's house, all there's like three brothers. Two brothers and, and a, a friend yes. who seems oh, yes. to always so be hanging out. Right. Yeah. The friend's a white kid, right? Yes. Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's three boys there. And they're like blasting the African, the African music. drums. And they, the two of them walk in, the mother and Piper walk in, and they're like, no, 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 no. And the kids are like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Mari walks in, and they're like, Bleh. they're like, hi, Mari, just like screaming at her. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And she like runs upstairs and runs away and locks herself she's, into the room. She's just terrified. And then the brothers are like, kind of in shock, but then decide that they don't really care because it's hilarious. <laughs> They're like, wait, who's that yeah. white girl? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were picking up Mari for the airport. It was basically like a record scratch. It wasn't. I think the music stops. It does. And, and, like, and it is a record. It, it literally record scratches. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs upstairs. So many uncomfortable scenes all in a row. It was great. <laughs> I did write down the quote. I'm happy I did this. One of the kids says, I thought we ordered a real African. <laughs> I wrote that down too. It was a fantastic line. <laughs> oh man, I loved it. It was really, really funny. Um, all right, so Mari runs away. She locks herself in the room for a long time. Like a day and a half. Yeah, at, at least, least that, yeah. She sneaks out to call her parents, almost to call them to go home. And then her dad teases her a little bit and she's like, Nope, I'm staying. Right. But clearly she doesn't want to be there. No. But and she, also the congressman doesn't want her there either. Yeah, really, she doesn't want to be there. They don't want her there. But she's stubborn and has to prove a point to her family. So she stays. What do you think of the congressman's actions in the beginning with Mari? Which actions specifically? Like basically saying she can't be here because she's white. And it looks bad for me. I understood why he was thinking that way and why it would be an image issue to have a white South African. It was specifically because she was a white South African staying with him. But I all this is also discussed later where his wife is talking to him and she's like, if you're not going to let this child stay in our house, just because of the color of her skin, what kind of example are you setting for our kids? I thought his behavior was so outrageous. And like, he was acting like a fucking child. It was insane. Like, it makes sense for Piper to be upset and for Mari to be upset. Because Mari's her entire life up until she's like, but they're like 13 years old, right? They're, they're 13 or 14. Like, their whole life, her whole life, she's 
been through apartheid so like she doesn't know like what's going on in america whatever and how it's different than south africa but like he's a fucking congressman and for him to behave that way toward a fucking child is insane and so over the top for no reason yeah i don't think he should have behaved that way in front of her but i get what his mindset was it's like it's a you know he has to be reelected. I, yeah, sure, but yeah. Re- yeah. absolutely ridiculous yeah, yeah, behavior. Yeah. But enough about the congressman for now. Only for now, though. Eventually, Mari apologizes to the Piper for locking herself in the room and not talking to her for a while after she finally talks to her dad. And they exchange gifts, and they become pretty quickly friendly with each other. Which is very adorable. Yeah, they kind of, they bond over music a little bit. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, and Mari is like, my brother would find this so weird because it turns out they're not white. Yeah. Like everyone in South Africa thinks. Can you name one song by them? No. I'm um, either. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, look up Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> and... Piper tells her dad, oh, she's not leaving. She's going to stay. And the dad is still like, no, she's getting out of here. Let's get rid of her, which is, again, ridiculous. But enough of that. And he's like, oh, our children aren't racist. Like, we can't have her being here, which is, and again, kind of, you know, contradictory yeah. in the first place. But whatever. I can't remember if that was when. I think that's when the mom is like, do you. Do you hear what you're saying? Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Another fun scene, though, I don't know if this happens right after this or around then, is the breakfast scene when they're all uh, eating breakfast together. That was... Okay, so <laughs> I know we usually talk about favorite scene at the end, but this that was is your my favorite, favorite scene. scene. Oh, yeah, the so breakfast great. scene. It was so great. So, um, you know, the family is sitting around eating breakfast. You know, there's... You know, a whole bunch of stuff on the table. Still a really, a, quite the breakfast spread. Not yes. what my and family would have had. And it's Mari's first time eating with the family together. Yes. Yep. First time eating with them. First time having breakfast with them. And, you know, they have the toast out. They have cereal out, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, they have a, some nice chit chat. And then Mari goes, I'm hungry and I want this 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 naming like 40 different foods that she wants yes and some that are like south african foods that like no one i have no idea i don't know what she said no one west of like italy's ever heard of (laughs) so the mom kind of just looks at her and goes okay so even if i knew what those foods were they're not on the table i didn't make them so you're not eating them. You're going to have some Cheerios and you're going to like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joanna, they weren't Cheerios. They were sugar hoops. Oh, so. <laughs> she was like, bitch, we're having sugar hoops and that's all you're getting. <laughs> they did look pretty good, though. I would have eaten the sugar hoops. <laughs> I preferred them to the eggs and bacon. <laughs> And whatever, did she say bangers and mashers? Oh, like, I don't know yeah, what she, she said. She's like, we don't have chick chickies. We don't have flick flickies. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Even if I did, I wouldn't make them for you. We're having sugar hoops. By the way, wash up when you're done. <laughs> and they just leave, and everyone leaves the table. Just her eating breakfast by herself at the end. Oh, the yeah. mother's still there, I think. Yeah, the, the end, mother but, is still there. But yeah, all of the... <laughs> I think as soon as Mari said, like, I want this and I want this and I want this, everyone else at the table was like, uh, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. Uh, and it goes immediately to a depressing scene where they're driving through the, like, bad area of D.C. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, they let these, like, black people walk around with their papers. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. Piper. It was is, insane. Is shocked. Piper is shocked. She's like, like, what are you paper? talking about? Yeah, we can we can go wherever we want, and you know oh, th- this is obviously another teaching moment, teaching the viewers about apartheid and what happened. But it was oh, laying it on, and this was on the way to the mall, right? Yes. Okay, and so they go to the mall again. She's like, "Oh, are black people black people allowed to shop together?" They're like, "Yeah, like it's okay." Yeah, duh. <laughs> 
let's go shop together right now. So she goes to the mall. She sees a lot of people of different races. And then they, this was the montage, right? When they. This was the trying on clothes the trying montage clothes for, a long for the time, first right? day of school. Um, oh, so for the, for the shopping montage, I'm just imagining a props team having a blast because they're just putting together all of these crazy 70s outfits into the store. It was so cool, the clothing that they had. It was all 70s clothing, probably some 80s clothing in there, but mainly Ooh. 70s clothing. A lot of bell bottoms. Yeah, a lot of bell bottoms. Hella a lot bell of bottoms. Uh, A lot of vests. A lot of like hippie vests. A lot of platforms. They did the thing where they put on something that's obviously terrible. They both walk out. They look at each other and like, no. And they walk back in. Great scene. <laughs> Happens all the time when they do like two people trying on clothing at the same time. Like in uh, Dumb and Dumber. When they have like really, really nice suits on. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. When they put in like very nice suits that look good. Like, and they both walk uh-huh. out and they're like, they're like mm, no. And then they put on those the orange and blue one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Did you ever go shopping with your friends? And like try and try and close? Not really. Mm. I, I really just go shopping like with my mom, I think, when I was younger. I don't know. Mm. I can't remember doing that. Maybe when I was in like college, but that's about it. Okay. How about you? Yeah, we we would go shopping together. Sometimes we would have ugly dress contests. To like the one mall in upstate New York. <laughs> we are geographically in southern New York. People would be like, and there is more than one mall. People would be like, let's go to the mall, and they're like, yes. And in my town, people were like, let's go to the mall. And we would be like, which one? Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we would we yeah, would go shopping together. We would have ugly dress contests where we would try to find the ugliest dress in the store. And then you would we actually would actually do that? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And then we would put them on and judge each other. That's fun. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll reenact it. Okay. I mean, we did have uh, guys in our friends group who participated. Just saying. They wore dresses? Yeah. Interesting. This mm-hmm. is in high school? Yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, they wanted to win the ugly dress contest, so no, you got to be able to win it. What was the prize for it? You got to say that you found the ugliest dress. Oh, and follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Was it the dress just had to be the ugliest or looked the ugliest on that person? Um, we didn't really determine that rule, but we probably did factor in how it looked on someone. Okay. So it had to be an ugly dress and not look good. Okay. All right. So back to the movie. But back to, yeah, back to the mall specifically. So they get ice cream after they try on a bunch of dresses and then one of them, pretend, Piper, pretends it's Mari's birthday. And they just yes. bring her like a whole cake. And it's a massive like cake three for three of them. them. Also, I completely approve of that. It was so funny. It was like a free. It seemed free, too. I don't really it understand. It did seem free. I had no issues with that. That was great. Yeah. Oh, and more uh, of that, please. We didn't mention before a very disturbing scene in this movie. Probably the most disturbing scene in the movie. Way in the beginning of the movie. Right. In South Africa. You know what I'm going to say is when at the restaurant in the beginning in South Africa, a black waiter spills something on a white patron. Yeah. And the white and he's like on the ground. Yeah, the black he, he trips, it's an accident. Totally by yeah. yeah, totally by accident. And the white guy just fucking like punts him and like kicks him when he's on the ground. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it was like very and like no one was shocked by it except like Mari and like her brother were kind of shocked by it. But like her father like was like Yep. Oh, yeah, that, of course. Oh, it's Tuesday. Cool. And so in the ice cream scene, a black waiter drops some ice cream on a white patron again. Same exact situation. Mm-hmm. And Mari's getting flashbacks. She's like, oh, no, don't kick him. Don't kick him. And they're like, what are you talking? Like, what? And the white guy's like, oh, it's fine. This tastes great. Bring me one of these. Yeah. Which is yeah. nicer than most Anyone people would, would be in that situation. 100%. I'd be like, can I have free food? <laughs> can I have a birthday cake? I mean, I'm I'm assuming that he got that milkshake for free. Uh, maybe. It's possible. Yeah. Definitely the one on his shirt was free. <laughs> <laughs> Slurp. <laughs> this is delicious. I'll take five. <laughs> yeah, so 
she was happy yeah, that uh, really uh, showing the difference between hitting beat the, the United States and uh, South Africa. They so they start going to school. They go to school for the first day, or they're talking about going to school for the first day. And all right, we have to be careful with this part because there's some very bad language used. Oh yes, which I'm. I was shocked that this was in a Disney Channel movie. Same. But it worked totally well. It like wasn't offensive. It was like done it was, well. Yeah, it was factual. So but still. They're talking about South African language. And she keeps saying the word Bantu. Something like that. I think so Mari says Bantu a lot. And she's like Piper's like, what does that mean? And she's like, it means like a black person. So they refer to all black people as Bantus. Mm-hmm. And then she says a different word, which I'm not going to say, although it's not, you know, it is, it's racist. It is. Yes. She says the yeah. racist, the, the N word basically in Bantu, which is a different word completely. And she's like, this is the racist word. Bantu isn't racist. <laughs> oh my God. This gets insane. So I think she actually says the N word. She does say the N word. She's but like, only this repeating word, her. Yes. Yeah. This word means this. Yeah. And, well, first, Piper is like, so, but what are all the words for we'll white? We'll call it the C word. Yeah. The N word means the C word. Yes. Yeah. And then Piper's like, what are the words for white people? And Mari's like, uh, white. White. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, I couldn't believe she said the N word, but that was insane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then... The next day or that night, it's not really clear. Piper's talking to her father and talking about stuff in South Africa that she learned from Mari. And then Piper says, oh, Mari said the the, a- the C word. Yeah. And, and her dad and is dad's like, furious. What the fuck did you just say? Like, he's about He's going to gonna kill her. He's going to kill he's gonna Mari. He's going to throw her out in the street. Yeah. Get out of my house. How dare you disrespect my family? Oh, my God. And then Piper's like, no, 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 no. She said this word and said that she would never say. The she would never other call word. me that. Yeah. Oh my god, that was insane. I thought that he was gonna beat her. I didn't think he was gonna beat her. I thought he was just gonna throw her out. I thought she was like throw her against the wall or something. But yeah, Piper. Oh, Piper so, comes and down. And Mari's not there for this conversation. No, she's in. She's in the, she's room in the, the other room. She overhears it. We learn later on. Oh well, but... he's yelling, so oh, everyone definitely. heard. So he gets mad and then he calms down. He's like, oh, okay, now I understand the situation. Later that night, Mari's out of her room and they kind of talk about it, but not directly. And she starts reading the book Roots, Roots. which is like, you should definitely read that about like American slavery. And she's like, what's that? Yeah. She has no clue about what's going on in the US. And I thought this was really slick of the congressman. He's like, you know, it's a, it's a really big book. If you don't finish it, you could bring it back with oh. you. She'll get arrested in South Africa for having that book. But way to smuggle it in. And then he's a good line here. She, he says, I don't think you're a bad person. Just think you've been taught bad things. Which is great. Finally, he's like, she's not bad for just being a white person from South Africa with some horrid views because of how she's raised. Yeah, I mean, she's still a child. And so this makes me think of, I know we talk about free will a lot. Us personally, not in the podcast. So we kind of debate it. And like this kind of goes with my thinking about free will. Like when if someone's racist, like it's not really their choice to be racist. I don't think racism is a choice or anything like that. It's just like your circumstances growing up, what you've been taught throughout your life. Like given the choice between being racist and not being racist, it's obviously a lot easier to just not be racist. So I don't think anyone would choose to be racist. So it kind of like seems nonsensical. And like, I feel like the way to combat racism is just like teaching these people, immersing them in different cultures and things like that, and not like berating them and being like, you suck. Stop doing that. On the one hand, but then on the other hand, if someone is unwilling to listen to other people's views and unwilling to learn about other cultures and other people then that is their choice so in this movie you know if mari hadn't come to the united states she obviously never would have 
had this opportunity to, you know, learn about racism and sure. what she can do to battle it. But once she does arrive, at first she is resistant, but then she decides that she's going to learn. And she puts in that effort. Sure. So it, she's making that choice. She absolutely. could have just said, fuck this, I'm going home, or fuck this, I'm going to be miserable for four months, but I'm going to prove my dad wrong, but I'm just going to lock myself in the room. Right. I mean, it'd be like if growing up your whole life, you're taught gravity exists. And then like when you're 50 years old, someone's like, oh, gravity doesn't exist. You'd be pretty like hesitant to just like believe that gravity doesn't exist. Obviously, it's a different situation than being racist, <laughs> but it's just an example of like, I mean, your gravity part obviously doesn't doesn't exist. exist. I know, yeah, I know. yeah, it's flat. We'll we'll get to that in the yeah. next episode, but <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think that's just kind of how I see it, and especially I, I think because free will in general is the real sticking point here. Because I don't think anyone mm-hmm. would choose to be racist given the option. So I don't know. Seems hmm. more like a barrier to doing better things. Being racist. I don't really see the benefits, especially in today's society. I don't want to. I don't want to get into all that. That's a whole. That's a whole other discussion. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're she... at, we're on a time limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she she reads Roots, or she actually starts reading Roots. She doesn't read the whole thing, obviously. It's a and long book. They finally had the first day of school. Mari's kind of freaking out because the student base is very African-American. Right. and Oh, and she just found out the night before that... Uh, They're not segregated in schools. Y- right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what stems the whole conversation of this is what blacks are called in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. I th- yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And from the first day of school, she has a book report to do about south africa is that insane what are the chances makes no sense that she had to read a book by an author that was banned in south africa in my notes i literally wrote in quotes in parentheses i'm sorry what are the chances (laughs) (laughs) when they're walking to school uh piper and marley are walking uh piper's two younger brothers and they drop them off at the elementary school, and then Piper says something like, junior high is for adults. And I was like, that's, uh, it's that's so, fantastic. It's so that's teenage. That's fantastic. Such a teenager move. I think this is where the montage happens. They go see a movie. They go rollerblading. They, they do they, friend oh, they feed ducks. They feed ducks. They feed ducks bread, which is bad for the ducks. But they didn't know that in the 70s. Disagree. Do you remember what movie they saw? Oh, what movie did they see? I don't remember. Freaky Friday. <gasps> Such a good movie. I've never seen the original one. Have you? Oh, you know, I don't think I've seen the original either. Just the Lindsay Lohan or right. Jamie Curtis version. Very Disney of them to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. It's some. Oh, it, this is when they come back home. I don't know if it's the same day or a different day. Some people from the embassy come to the house to meet with Mari to talk with her. And they're like, we're getting you out of here. Shit's going down. Come with us. And they just basically just, not like kidnap her, but, but they, they just they take steal her. her. They steal yeah. her from the house. And Piper's upset. She's crying. Mari's crying. The mother's like, what the hell is going on here? They don't know what's going on. And what happens, which we find out later, is that, oh, what's the guy's name again? Stephen Biko. Yeah, he was, uh, killed he was killed by the police. So in the beginning, we kind of hear about him. We hear he's like a troublemaker and the police arrested him That because that's what the father, her father, Mari's father says. He's a police officer. So obviously he thinks he's just a troublemaker. But the congressman thinks slash knows that Stephen Biko is like a civil rights protester. And he's just mm-hmm. there to help the black people in South Africa get their civil rights back. So the police, it, at first it sounds like he killed himself. Um, Stephen Biko's a real person, by the way. Yes. Sounds like he killed himself, but really the police officers killed Stephen Biko. Right. So that that's what they told people in South Africa, that he killed himself. But it seems like the rest of the world oh, everyone knows know. that's yeah. not what happened. And, I mean, it kind of was smart for the people at the embassy. They're like, we got to take you in because, like, 
we don't know what's going to happen to you right now because there's going to be protests in the United States about what's going on. You're South African. You're white. We don't want to risk it. Come with us. Right. So it wasn't like a terrible choice by was, the embassy, but. Yeah. I mean, it was, from their point of view, reasonable. They could have handled it a little bit better. Certainly. Like calling but, calling ahead. But I get the fear that they had. Yes. Of her, yes. something happening to her. Like, God, for, could you imagine if something happened to her? Like, and then it would ultimately be oh their responsibility God. because they're at the embassy. And yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Piper tells her father, hey, they took her away. And he's obviously busy because, like, he's the guy. He's the go-to guy about apartheid in in Congress. Yeah, he's kind of uh, in crisis mode. So he gets to it. And he, well, first, Mari has a chance to call her parents to tell her, hey, I'm coming back. But instead, she tries to call Piper. Piper just back, just misses the phone call, which is really cute that she called her before calling her own parents. And eventually the dad comes to the embassy and is like, hey, I'm taking her with me. And he, yeah, he, he gets her out of the there. Day. And there were, yeah. press, were, there were protesters outside the embassy, too. So, like, they were right that stuff's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit did hit the fan. But then the father kind of points out, you're having a real PR issue. And you could have a much bigger PR issue if you proceed as planned. Right. So Mari comes back. And immediately, her and Piper get into a huge fight about Stephen Biko. Right. And the dad is like, uh, I didn't bring you back just so you can want to leave. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, like we went over before, like, this is what she's taught her whole life. Maury's like, he was a goon or a th- thug, I think she th- said. Yeah, he was a thug. Well, you Americans call thugs. Uh, he was a thug. He was a troublemaker. And he, like, killed himself. And she's like, no, no, no. He is a civil rights activist. And the police killed him. And Mari doesn't want to hear it. She's like, what are you talking about? That's not the case, blah, blah, blah. And this is extra hard for her because her father's a police officer. Right. And then and then <laughs> Piper calls police officer pigs, which Mari does not like. And so Mari runs away. And that's when the father comes outside and talks to her. And they, well, they runs have, away. She runs, runs outside. outside. Right. She runs yeah. out of the house. And then they have a heart-to-heart, basically, the congressman and Mari about what was going on and things like that to get her more, like, more educated on the situation. Right. So Disney Channel still got their check mark for a heart-to-heart talk. And I think actually earlier in the movie, someone, maybe Mari overheard a conversation or Piper overheard a conversation between the parents. So that check oh, mark absolutely. also uh, that, taken care of. Down. Yeah. Then they go to some... African Day event, Pan-African Day, what they call it? I can't remember. Some event to celebrate Africa. Right, an African culture and heritage. Yes. And Congressman Dellums gives a speech. Where he sounds spot on. The same, like, speaks the same way as Obama. It was fantastic. I would like to point out that this movie came out before Obama was giving speeches. So Obama... Sounds like yes. Congressman Dellums. And then Congressman Dellums, I think, got his speeching his speaking voice from Mayor Pete. Yeah, it's time is not a line, it is a circle. Do you think so when this movie came out, how old is Mayor Pete, do you think? He's thirty eight. So if he's thirty eight, so he was about eighteen years old when this movie came out. He could have watched it. Does he have younger siblings? I have no idea. I mean, if he does, it's likely that he saw this movie. Do you have high, high hopes that he saw this movie? (laughs) Uh, I'm shooting for the stars. Zero people will get this reference (laughs) who ever listened to this podcast. Uh, You don't know that. They might have started dancing Uh, as soon as you said Mayor Pete, high, high hopes. I hope so. We'll see. (laughs) So yeah, he tells gives a speech. He tells a story about the birds in Africa. It's not worth getting into it now. If there's a bird in Africa, that's really cool. Yeah, Flora the maid yeah, told well, Marley the story. Then Marley told the congressman. Now the congressman is telling the world. Right, and then from I mean from there, basically she goes home to South Africa. She meets up with Flora. Right. Yes. Flora again. She still she's stitching in her was it stitching or was a flag? It was a flag in her vest. Oh, there was stitching in her vest. 
No, she sewed the flag in. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the protest. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the flag, which the banned African liberation flag, whatever it's called, was stitched into her jacket, which is really cool. Yes. I think she should have uh, placed it differently because when she was running, her vest was flapping and it was clearly visible. It. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. And then she also freezed the bird that was in the cage. How she can explain that to her brother. Agreed. And then we find at the end that this is uh, based on a true story, which we have yeah. no indication of. <laughs> well, Congressman Dellums uh, is real. a real congressman, a uh, real family. He passed legislation in 1982 declaring like apartheid illegal. I mean, whatever. I don't know if it really had an effect on uh, South Africa, but. I mean, U.S. is a superpower, so I'm sure they were paying attention. But yeah, it's. Uh... Real stuff. Yeah. Piper was actually his daughter's name. And let me just clarify one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we find out it's real. I know apartheid is real. Okay, guys. <laughs> I'm saying that we know that like some of the characters, the characters in the movie existed. Yes. Yeah. So fuck off. Okay. It could have been fictional characters framed in real world events, but these are non-fictional Characters. Based on a true story. Based, yeah, based on a true story. All right. So like you said before, came out in 2000. So the film is based on a story written by Congressman Dellum's daughter. Piper. Her name is Piper. Oh, you said her mm-hmm. name is Piper in real life. Yeah. So- all the uh, the Dellums, their names in the movie are the same as their names in real life. Right, right. Oh, and the mother had the greatest name of all time. Roscoe. Roscoe is such a cool name. It is such a cool name. Roscoe's Modern Life. I'm kidding. <laughs> so it's based on a short story by Piper named Simon Ye. And it's a story about a girl named Carrie who comes with them and stays with their family. And Piper writes that she lost touch with Carrie after some time after she returned to South Africa. And she doesn't know what happened to her, but she thinks she may have been killed. For her anti-racist views, which is crazy. Crazy, but, you know, thinking about the time, not surprising. And something about one of the actors, Eric Dellums, who is Ron Dellums' son and Piper's brother, appears in the movie at some point. Oh, where, when? Or is it just like he walks by the camera? I have no idea. Do you think he's in the room? Oh, he plays Oliver. Who's Oliver? I don't remember Oliver. Oliver wasn't... No, no, no. He wasn't the Nigerian kid. No, that was Daniel. Daniel, right. Damn, Daniel. We'll look up who uh, Oliver is. There's no pictures or anything, so I couldn't really tell. Yeah. It's a small role anyway, so... I mean, I would have just assumed he was one of the uh, the other oh, congressmen been, or older. legislators. He would have been older, yeah, right. Yeah, in, in right. the room when uh, Bari first meets Congressman Dellums. That, that's my guess. Right. No, that's true. All right, so what were your overall thoughts of the movie? Um, I thought it was a good movie. Definitely not what I was expecting based on previous Disney Channel movies. Again, as we said before, a much more serious topic and a more somber tone throughout the movie. And they handled it really well. They did handle it really well. Um, The acting was really good. The acting was good. I think Mari's not a great actress, but, you know, she's a child, so she gets a pass. Do you think that she's not a great actress or we're not used to South African accents? I think it's the former. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to South Africans. Yeah, and I thought that they had a good balance between, you know, we're just going to watch this movie and also we're going to teach you a few things along the way. Yes. And so I don't remember watching this movie as a child. It's possible I may have. I just don't remember specifically. I also think it was done well. I think it would, they took the serious part serious. There are some funnier parts, but I mean, yeah, I mean a I good think, educational movie. Yeah. Like, and we needed those funnier parts to, you know, light, lighten it up a little for bit. Sure, for sure. Yeah. And it was done really well. Insane that they said the N word several times, but overall done well. Yeah, I agree. Thumbs up. Some thumbs up for that. (laughs) Can that be our new rating system? Some thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Many thumbs up. A thumb up. 
Not some, that many thumbs some, up. Some thumbs up. Multiple M- thumbs up. A myriad of thumbs up. <laughs> All right. So do you want to start with questions? Or do you want me to start? Uh, I will start. Okay. Uh, well, I already talked about my favorite scene. Right. The cake scene. So why don't you share your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when Mari first gets to the house with the African drum music <laughs> at full blast. And they're like, what? Record scratch. <laughs> it was so funny. That was very funny. So our favorite scenes are like the two scenes that are more layered in the movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Had to be. Had to be. Come on. My uh, my other choice for a favorite scene was when they open the, the gifts and it just so happens that without knowing anything about each other they got each other very similar bracelets and when that happened and they you know clearly that's when they connected yeah i just kept thinking did we just become best friends (laughs) (laughs) can we make both beds (laughs) we have so much room for activities (laughs) no you're right i should i did not think of that but Mm -hmm. good connection there thank you thank you (laughs) Also a serious and relevant film. Very much so. Who would you most want to hang out with? Uh, Roscoe. Uh, Piper's mom. Okay, yeah. There was no other choice for me. Just Roscoe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who are you hanging out with? I picked Mari because I want to hear her say silly things <laughs> that happen in South Africa. Like different words for things that don't make any sense. Like breakfast foods and... Racial and, uh, slurs for bios- Jewish people. <laughs> and biosphere for movie. Biosphere for movie? Yeah. When uh, oh, they go to see the movie. No. They call biosphere? No. Oh, bioscope. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just very funny when she was using those words. Yeah. She had to be said the African in the actress, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I probably should have looked this up. Yeah, you should have. I'm not allowed to look anything up because I have to go into everything blind. Shame. All the research falls upon your shoulders. After the fact, after you watch it, all the research falls upon your shoulders. All right. So, okay. So, I most want to hang out with your turn. What would you have changed? So, I would have put something, unless I missed it, in the beginning of the movie, informing the audience that it was based on a true story. Again, not the apartheid part. But about the family specifically. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Other than that, it's hard to really say I want to change anything because it's based on a true story. Right. So you can't change a true story. Was that your change also? No, I just uh, I okay. had just written down way. that, you know, can't really change much. That's based on a true story. Fair. And now it's for your favorite question, I think. Which characters would you want to ship? I didn't have a ship for this movie. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, that sucks. Not even. I mean, for Up, Up, and Away, I, I shipped the parents. Oh, they were great. But I didn't even ship the parents in this movie. Do you want to hear mine? Yes. All right. So my ship was twofold. I had two of them. So it makes up for your lack of one. Okay. Is the bird at any way involved the in bird, this ship? The bird is not involved in this. Okay. They're all humans. The congressman and Mari's mom and Roscoe and Mari's dad in a trading spouses situation <laughs> where they go on the TLC show. I think it's TLC. I'm not sure. Trading spouses. Would they switch... One mother goes to one house for the other for a week. One mother goes to the other house for a week. And they just film it and see how they interact with each other for a week. Now, would you want to watch the TLC version or the Dave Chappelle making fun of the (laughs) TLC version? I think the TLC version (laughs) would be good enough on its own. (laughs) But either way works for me. (laughs) Have you ever watched the actual show? Yeah, I have. I loved that show. Maybe a little cute thing. All right, and now for hot seat. I only have one question. Do you have one also? No, this this was a really difficult movie to uh, you know come up with questions for, and I just uh, okay. I'll start a hard time. I'll start in mine. Okay. It's a pretty heavy question, 
What is the I've most? I've been lifting weights. What? <laughs> it's not that heavy. <laughs> what is the most racist thing you've ever witnessed in person? Ooh. Mm. And not like a TV show or movie or anything. Right, like right, that. right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing is coming to mind. Um, you know, not to say that I've never witnessed racism, but just that nothing has stood out as worse than anything else, if that makes sense. Okay. That's probably a good thing. They haven't seen anything that was like, the most egregiously racist thing you've ever seen. It's either a good thing or a bad thing that everything just blends together and I've become so jaded. Well, it's not jaded. I mean, unless you see something that's like very like outwardly racist that like stands out more than anything else. It's hard to really say, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have an answer? When I was in college, I think I was in college. Or at least college aged. We were home for a weekend or whatever it was. And we went to a bar in Smithtown. And at the bar, it was like kind of like a small town bar. Maybe like 20 to 25 people there. Most people like between 20 to 22 years old. Except for the owner. And it was all, I think everyone there was white. I'm not exactly sure. And there's one black kid. And this... I overheard this one white kid next to me who I didn't know, not a friend of mine, no idea who this person is as a disclaimer. And he like was holding a knife or like had a knife in his pocket. And it was like, honestly, if that black kid gets near me, like I'm going to stab him. He didn't know who the kid was. Total strangers to each other. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And like, I told one of my friends, I was like, we have to like, we gotta like make sure like this kid knows what's going on. So I went over to the kid and I was like, "Hey, like that guy over there like has a knife. Like you better just like watch out. Like I don't know, I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's like crazy or whatever. But I just couldn't believe that someone would say something like that. It was insane. That is insane. Like thankfully, thankfully the kid, the, the white kid left that had the knife. I think I told the owner. I'm not. I don't remember exactly. I was like 20 years old. But and insane. at a bar. I was 21 years old, <laughs> so I don't know exactly how it ended, but I know no one got hurt, but insane. Yeah. And like loud enough for like strangers to hear you say that. Yeah. So that makes it oh seem like he didn't think that was, there was anything wrong with what yeah. he was saying. Unbelievable. So yeah, that's the most uncomfortable I've been probably from a racist incident. So yeah. Your story has not jarred any memories of me. Oh, you never saw a white guy in a bar threaten to stab someone for being black? Never, no, ha- never happened. Not, no, not for being black. <laughs> All right, we we can move yeah. on if you want. Yeah. So okay, so for the my favorite segment, on a much lighter note, the Alexis Bledel test. <laughs> so no actors, unfortunately. Ah, oh, a shame. We're in this movie on Gilmore Girls, but. The same guy who does soundtrack for like all these Disney movies did both movies. At some at some point did soundtrack for both of these shows or movies. And a guy who did location management for both the movies. So congratulations to David Korchuk, who did location management. David, 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 David. They hired him for this movie and they're like, okay, it takes place in Washington, DC. Where should we film? He's like Let's try Washington, D.C. And they're like, here's $5 million. <laughs> he found the place that makes the giant ice cream cake, Sam. Yes, that's true. That's true. He earned every penny. Oh, okay. So a couple things. So Piper is in a bunch of things I've seen. She's in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay. She's in an episode of Goosebumps. Night of the Living Dummy Part 2, which is one of the scariest ones. And she was in, actually, I don't want to, she's in two future Disney Channel original movies that are great. Okay, so you've seen both of the movies that she's in, the next ones? Yes. Okay. Without a doubt. And Billy, who is the white kid 
that hangs out. He's the a friend. Goalie. The white, yeah, the white friend. He, his name is Ryan Cooley, is the actor, and he was in Degrassi. So I asked you before if you've seen Degrassi. Yes. Do you Who know is that? he in Degrassi? So he is JT York. Okay. So he's I like think... a. Cl- so I looked up some stuff about him. So I have mm-hmm. a better idea. He's a class clown, and he was stabbed to death in like the sixth season. He was like, maybe I should go to college, and then get stabbed to death. <laughs> That's what you get. I've also never seen Degrassi, so I don't know. Does that ring a bell at all? Um, no, I didn't watch it religiously, and I d- haven't seen the whole show. Oh, you watched it like secularly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so prior to this, the only Disney Channel movie I had ever seen was High School Musical. So the friend who I watched High School Musical with loved Degrassi. Well, obviously. So whenever I went to her house, we would end up watching it. I dated a girl in high school who was obsessed with Degrassi. And I think I may have watched one episode at her house, but I can't remember anything about it except Drake was not in the episode. Although Drake wasn't big at the time, so maybe he was in the episode. Who knows? Maybe. I'm surprised... Because you like Drake, so I'm surprised you haven't just gone back to watch Not an me. episode or two. Yeah, I don't know. Not the, I wouldn't expect you to watch the whole show. I watched him get shot oh, okay. on YouTube. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> what, oh, a couple more things. First, so your predictions about this movie. I was pretty close with everything except for the era. Right. You said it was modern day. You said it was a racial strife. Right. That and was the conflict. I mean, you also saw the cover of the yeah, movie. Yeah, this so. was the... A movie I had confessed that I did see the so, movie poster. So this next one's going to be better because you've never seen this movie poster. You may have heard the title before, though. Okay. So this movie is called Alley Cat's Strike. Oh, my God. Your friends all talk about this. Are you kidding or no? No, I'm not. Whenever we talk about the podcast, they're like, can I be on the episode with Alley Cat's Strike? That's all. All of them want to be on the Alley Cat's Strike episode. So what do you think happens in this movie? Can I just say that I want it to be like a cross between the Aristocats and cats? So there's a lot of cats. Yeah, just a lot. I just want this to be cats. All right. So what do you think happens in this movie besides cats? So I think it's going to be like a like street urchins. I'm definitely thinking of street urchins because of Johnny Tsunami and urchins. Anyway. Does it focus on one character or is it like a group of kids? It's a it's a group. Okay. So maybe within that group, there's a leader. Okay. These are like uh, street kids. Yeah. No families. They might have families. Poor kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they spend, they're not spending all of their time in school. Okay. What's the, the conflict in this movie? See, now I'm thinking it's like a West Side Story kind of thing. Okay. Um, Yeah, so maybe it's like a, a version of Romeo and Juliet, except maybe maybe less romance and more... So one of the characters, Capulets one of the, al- Montagues. the street kids, street urchins, mm-hmm. is has a relationship with a rich woman, with a... I just said less romance. <laughs> Likes, on, likes a rich Come girl. On, likes a rich girl is what you're saying. Maybe, and maybe it's not even a boy and a girl. Maybe it's like these two, a member from each group. They just dis- oh, okay. discover that they want to be friends. Got it. Um, maybe that. But then there's the word strike in the title. So maybe, maybe they're pulling off a heist. See, I only like you getting as specific as possible because it's funnier when we come back <laughs> for the next episode. So I have to make it as not big as possible. So, so kind of like for "Don't Look Under Their Bed," where I predicted they would oh, exactly. they would get yes. sucked into the different world. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> that was so. I will never top that. Oh, um, no, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. So it's either gonna be they like, rob a bank. Did you just like say? a Romeo? Or just like a heist, like a oh, like a okay. Ocean's Eleven, maybe. Got it. So it's either going to be like a a Romeo and Juliet like kind of scenario, orange kind of thing. A what? Like a Clockwork Orange kind of thing. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it's either going to be a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, but with friendship instead of love. Oh, okay. So more like the Little Mermaid. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
or like an Ocean's Eleven kind of thing, but with tweens. Okay, like an Ocean's Eight kind of situation. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um, No, I don't think so. You? No, not really. I wish we had written in the uh, South African words, so the breakfast ones, not the racist one. So uh, we could end off with that, but that's all I got. Uh, well, how about let's just go get a bowl of uh, what was it, sugar O's? No, Ooh. sugar hoops. Sugar hoops. I would love some sugar hoops. Yeah, let's let's go get let's some. Let's go get some sugar hoops. All right. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>